Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I was in the shower. I was cleaning my ass and making all shirts all sparkly. Thank you, clean. I'm not the funny one. I'm the pretty one. Talk shots. <laughs> Just check myself out. Music, wine, and then loop up and The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater of magic you're having. Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. I think uh, We're not sluts. We just love love. Life on the Swing Set is heading to paradise for the seventh time, and once again, we're taking over Desire Resort, Riviera Maya, in Cancun, Mexico. With this year's hosts, me, Cooper, Ginger, Dylan, JV and Shara from Ending the Sexual Dark Age, and author, podcaster, and feminist porn filmmaker, Tristan Taramino, our takeover allows us to mold the resort in our geeky, sexy, and inclusive image with orgies, classes about pegging, flogging, and fisting, theme nights, a full dungeon night, naked karaoke, mutual masturbation, and massages. From November 3rd through the 10th, 2018, this beautiful, all-inclusive resort will be full of sexy swing setters from every letter in the LGBTQA spectrum. Holly, swingers, nudists, kinksters, doms, subs, and those who are just curious about what a week at a sexy resort offers. We take all the best of the swing set, our values, our experience, our co-hosts, our community, and we bring it all together with the best resort staff on earth to create a queer, kink, and poly-friendly, consent-aware, and sexy-as-hell experience for everyone who joins us. To come with us on our Swing Set Takes Desire 2018 trip and hear us podcast about our previous trips, head over to ssdesire.com. We'll be there to welcome you home. Hello, this is Mrs. Atom. And this is Mr. Atom. Welcome back to another episode of Bye Bye. Yeah, hello, microphone people. Um, yeah, so we're pretty excited. Uh, actually, we just recently found out there's actually real microphone people on Twitter. I know, right? Isn't that crazy? People, yeah. yeah. Right? They're <laughs> microphone people. people? They're microphone people. Holy shit! I know! We have a guest. Are they like people with, like, like explain this. How? How microphone people? Well, their Twitter handle is microphone people. And but we also talk to the microphone like people. people. So we're literally yeah. talking to this this couple on uh, on on Twitter. Or group or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just didn't realize it, yeah. and now they follow us. So yeah. <laughs> um, so if, in case you haven't realized, there's a third voice here with us. Crazy, I know. And we're so excited. Um, we have Miss Penelope Dreadful. Hi. Uh, Hi. Um, who I have known about since we moved to Australia. Yeah. Um, and have had a, a minor to major crush on her since we moved to Australia. So it's really exciting. Like this, <laughs> this has been the this has been the uh, the months of crushes. I know. I know. It's great. 
queen. I get to meet meet all my crushes. I love um, that about you. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, so, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, if the people who don't know you out there, um, you are a very well-known, very successful dominatrix. I like hitting people. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently you're fucking good at it. (laughs) Yes, I am. I have a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, it trips me out, uh, I'd say a little bit, but I really mean a lot. Uh, I hit my decade working professionally in the realms of, um, I guess, femdom or female domination um, last year. So... That's awesome. Happy anniversary, which is astounding and terrifying. And I'm really excited because I've got so many more years of doing really fabulously diverse shit to people. There's just so much. There's so much to do. I wish people could see at home the way she stares off in his face. (laughs) I have so much to do. So much to do. (laughs) Places to see, people to do. (laughs) Places to see, people to whack. Yeah. Yes. Yes, queen. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy traveling, um, which I, I guess sort of feeds itself into being known in different places and spaces, uh, because in this, every, every scene is different in every city. So Brisbane is different to Sydney is different to Melbourne. And then you add countries into it. And London is so vastly different to LA or to New York. It's it, yeah, it's it's like a never-ending discovery of new ways to connect with people and to be really fabulously perverse, but it's just so much fun. I love it. Being I think so it much would fun. be fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting over here going, oh, yes, can I do an internship? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to make the gloves. <laughs> yes. So I know how, they have those. <laughs> how, did you, how did you get into this? How, what was it just something you've always wanted to do, or...? I grew up in um, rural Australia, like, on on a farm with a six-kilometer driveway that's you know, 30 k's from town and 150 kilometers from the nearest McDonald's. Wow. Uh, you don't have punk or gothic or kinky mm-hmm. out there. Like, you don't wear black because it fades to gray. You wear navy blue because it fades to lighter blue. <laughs> you, Practical. Yeah, you're, you're good... Boots are your R.M. Williams, um, your Levi 501 jeans, and R.M. Williams belt buckle is considered quite standard, uh, and a Canterbury jersey. So it's... it's Sounds like quite the uniform. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, well, it I, is. I've on. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the standard small-town uniform. Uh, so I moved to Sydney when I was 19 because there's no work in places like that. There's not yeah. really a future unless you want to do whatever your parents were doing. And I came to business college and then I had so much fun because I was finally not in a small town. I was in a big city and I could disappear and do whatever I want. So I did. And whoever. (laughs) And that was a lot of fun. And one day when I was kicking someone um, off my pillow because they were breathing on my pillow and then off my bed because they were cramping my foot space and then out of my room because I could still hear them breathing. It was annoying me. They called me a psycho kinky bitch. So I threw their clothes onto the lawn, and then I googled what that meant, (laughs) (laughs) and I was so fucking stoked to find out that there were people like me, and that people liked people like me. I just thought that I was a bitch. 
like I was just like not right as a person and I was like oh fucking all right okay <laughs> bit more google like google bdsm sydney domination sydney and there were two houses at that time salon kitties and the castle and i sent like the cutest straighty 180 uh cover letter in the world because i used to work with race horses and so like like I'm very good at mending leather and leather care and appropriate that's yes, yeah that's important appropriate um, conditioning and treatment of hardware. Um, <laughs> I am a quick learner, so I was 19 at this time. Um, well, I think I was yeah 19. This little itty bitty baby, mm. and I've got pictures of me at 19, like learning. Oh, it's adorable. I was so. Wait, so the cover letter worked? You got well. One place sent me a really nice um, fuck off because <laughs> they. I found out later they just didn't really train. Mm. Uh, and the other place was like, "Ah, uh, look, come in. We'll see how it goes. You're a bit young. You're probably not mature enough. Like this takes a, a certain amount of maturity, and you probably just don't have it." Um, so I came for my interview straight from working. In an international healthcare company, my little charcoal striped suit, with my little cream blouse, my little black shoes, and my little black bag. Um, my mentor describes me as just being like fucking private school girls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like little blonde Bob. And did an interview, did the tour, did my voyeur shift on the Friday night, and then worked for 35 hours a week. Wow. That's okay. For the next four years. So, <laughs> what's a voyeur shift? Uh, shut the fuck up. Sit the fuck down. Don't annoy anyone. Read through that pile of books and watch what goes on. Cool. So I, I shut the fuck up. I sat the fuck down. I, I like speed read a bunch of books. You sit down outside and you listen to the interviews and the language. And they ask if the client would be comfortable with you coming in to watch the session so that you could see what was happening and what's sort of expected and the way that people interact. Um, and yeah. Did it. Yeah, y'all. And the rest is history. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that was a decade ago. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. How long did you work at the, uh, the, I was the working dungeon, at, right? Uh, yeah. So, uh, four years. And then, um, so it's the last six I've been independent. Wow. And... My, my website has evolved from being built in Dreamweaver. <laughs> I remember those days. Back in the, yeah, yeah. They indexed so well. I miss those days. They indexed beautifully. It was really easy to get good, clean SEO back then. <gasps> now we're nerding out. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so describe for us and listeners at home, especially, you know, because like, growing up in the Southeast, yeah. the U.S., I know I had no idea what a dominatrix does, yeah. what your day would look like, or, or, you know, and I know that there are people in, I'm thinking of my family, who would yeah. say, you know, well, do you have sex with the people? So talk about yeah. a day in the life of a, of a, first a, dun a dungeon dominatrix and then an independent. I, I can only tell you about my experiences. So um, I can speak for me. I can't speak for all because everyone's going to be different right. things. Also, I, I've done all of my stuff in New South Wales, which um, for those of you who aren't all across law and stuff, woo, there are two places in the world that have decriminalized sex work. 
New Zealand, the whole country, is decriminalized, which means that we have the same rights and responsibilities as a hairdresser or an accountant. You harass us in our workplace, we can go to the police. You uh, create unsafe work environments, we go to fair work. So uh, New South Wales, New Zealand, everything else is either various steps of legalized, which means that it can be controlled a lot more tightly. Like, for example, there are exceptionally stupid laws in Queensland that make it illegal for two people to work from the same premises. No doubles. Doubles are illegal. Um, if I was to have security on site because they are gaining from the proceeds of prostitution, they would be up for charges as well. Just fucked in so many different ways. Um, in Victoria, you have to register with the government, provide 100 points of ID, and be on a register as a sex worker. Wow. You have a license number. Or it's a $3,000 fine. Woo! Um, so acknowledging all of the privilege that I have had in what my day would look like. Yes. Yeah. Um, so when I worked in a dungeon, I would I was working Wednesday nights, Friday nights, and Sunday days on top of doing my normal 37 hours in an office. So on the days that I was working in two places, I would go to the office with a, a little handbag and a bigger bag. <laughs> I just a sports bag, like you'd be going to the yeah. gym or something. And I'd, I'd peel out of the office at 5.30 because I had to be at the next place at 6. I'd be at the next place with face on at 6 because frequently I'd have a session booked for 6.30. So I'd be ready, ready. Um... And then I'd finish shift at midnight and what happened during shift could be a flexible number of things. I might have sessions pre-booked. It could be walk-ins. I could be on with some friends or my mentor, in which case, if it wasn't busy, we'd go through um, different ideas. Like one thing I miss about working in a house is hive mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd be like, okay, so I had this dream the other night where I had sort of a, a square box, um, except it was kind of like spider webs together. I'm guessing it was probably two and a half by two and a half. Um, and I had, had this guy that was like wearing a white shirt and blue jeans and he had tattoos on, but it was like white shirts. So you couldn't really see it, but I had him tied up and sort of suspended it in there. And like, it was like a cobweb sort of situation. His feet weren't touching the ground. And, um, and I was hitting him with a super soaker. So the shirt was going see-through and you could see the ink coming through. And, and then we like cut off with a like box knife. So how would you do that bondage so it didn't dig into the feet? <laughs> so it'd be off the ground, but like it wouldn't be cut. Like, like I'm trying to think of a way to do the thing without it being like on nerve points or anything like that. You'd still have good access. So I miss that kind of hive mind because you get to talk about the pervy shit that you thought of and then brainstorm how to make it real and people would be there like oh look would you consider using quick releases or, or maybe chains would be more appropriate to this maybe we just like make a bit of a body cage for here rather than tying him to the thing so then that should be supported yeah so with that how many people would come in knowing what they wanted and how many people just came in and said um, do what you want well, anyone that said do what you want, we'd point at, laugh at, and and then be like, okay, give me the money and get out. <laughs> oh, that's not what you meant. Okay, so let's have a conversation about what you actually want. Because people, and still to this day, people frequently say, oh, whatever mistress wants. 
And I'm like... This just wants a nap. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you really shouldn't trust me. (laughs) Well, you should trust me for a given value of what I find entertaining. But what I find entertaining, you may not find entertaining. I find things like food dye entertaining because you know how long that takes to get out of skin? Yeah. (laughs) That's out of evil. Yeah, yeah. I still want to, like, dip dye someone's junk and make it look like Audrey 2 from Little Shop of Horrors. Um, and I, I want to use, like... I for that because that's my favorite musical of all time. Yes! You can, and then, but you have to tattoo above it, feed me, Seymour. Yes! Yes! Oh, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, I, I want to do, like, that and then, like, with the, the false eyelashes and stuff, so it's got the... Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Now, you Awesome. I can see a Halloween costume coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Happiness. <laughs> Happy Mr. Space. That's great. Um, yeah. So so when people say things like that, we just it's like, no, you actually have to get better at communicating. Um, one of my favorite questions to ask in an interview process is tell me how you would like to feel. So, and that's the, you said that to me the first time yeah. we met, we were at, uh, we met at our secret spot. Yeah. Um, and that for me was, you, you'd said that and I was like, oh my God, that, it was so enlightening. It was one of those light bulb moments came off because I always assumed that having never been to a dominatrix yeah. that it, I, I think I knew it was about me, but I thought it was also about you and like this was, and you don't look at it really as a business transaction. Mm-hmm. And that's really what it is. You're a service provider. And so I should get the service that I want. And when you asked, how do you want me to make you feel? I was like. Wow. You know, and it's not just about, I think a lot of the bad for me as well, is I always think it's about negativity. It's about pain or about um, punishment or something like that. But it's not always about that. No. Um, A lot of the time people will, when you say, what do you want? People focus on activities. Yes. And concrete things. Uh, Bondage. Like, okay, well, this is why I ask how you want to feel and not what you want to do. Um, do you want to feel vulnerable in your bondage? Do you want to feel exposed? Do you want to feel cocooned or nurtured or entrapped? Do you want to struggle against it? Do you, because all of these things are very different things, but they're all bondage. Mm-hmm. Or if it's a particular fetish, is it shibari? Is it rope? Is it leather? Is it the way it smells? Is it the way it feels? I still need to know how you want to feel not just what you want to do because, oh, trust me, I've got that bit covered. If you tell me what you want to feel, I can make up, I can, I can create that situation for you because, well, I guess I could do that now, but maybe when I was like a little baby, two-year-old, Dom, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. But still, for me, working in a dungeon meant that I was exposed to many different ways of communicating, many different ways of interacting with different things. So... Yeah, it's also made it more flexible. So I think it's interesting when you do ask, how do you want to feel, is that it makes the person then really focus more on what they want to get out of it. And it leaves you open, I would imagine anyway, for more options on how to make that happen that they may not have even thought about. If they don't know what all the options are. Absolutely. Um, it also helps someone recenter on their intent. Mm-hmm. Um, and when some people roll up with their laundry list of this is what I want and they haven't done some of it before or they haven't done any of it before, but it's a really big thing in their head, they feel like a failure. They take it really personally if it doesn't go the way the fantasy has gone in their head. 
Right. So by focusing on how you want to feel and leaving the flexibility up a bit more up in the air, it lets me adapt it to sort of how you were going on the day. People are different every day. And what the body is up for, like how much sleep, how much food have you had? How stressed are you? Have you had something happen last week? Are you just tired? Mm-hmm. Like you've got a different bandwidth from minute to minute. Um, so what you might be able to take two weeks ago might not be today's plan because I, I'm i in a place where I can monitor where the headspace is at. And I'm like, okay, now we're going to. We're going to change direction now. (laughs) This is doing the bad thing, not the good thing. Let's bend it over this way. Um, And, yeah, it gives me a lot more flexibility to create the ideal situation Mm -hmm. and to actually achieve the desired outcome. Like, I know it's called, like, some people like, programs, they're just service tops. I don't fucking mind. I get to use a hell of a lot of experience and skill that I've spent significant time and investment acquiring, developing, <laughs> and enjoying um, to let other people benefit from that. And I've, there's nothing to be denigrate, denig- denigration. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's nothing to look down on about that. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> also, a pervert. Which never, that, 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 that doesn't hurt at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, no, no, not at all. So how do you deal with somebody who comes in and goes, I'm not exactly sure how I want you, like it, it's the first time. Yeah. I don't know how I want to feel. Like, is there like a sampler pack where you're like, all right, <laughs> I'll make you feel these ways or this is a common way that people want to feel or are there other questions that you ask in the interview process? Um, I ask a lot more about, or is there anything that you don't want to do? Because that one's usually, I know that list. Yeah. No blood, no poo, no sharp things. Like, cool. No marks, no bruises. I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. No pain. And I'm always like, well, that's subjective Subjective. thing. (laughs) Some people think that this tickles. Some people do not think that this tickles. (laughs) It's really up in the air. Um, So I'll just say, okay, um, what don't you want to Like, don't want you want to experience injuries. Did you play high school sport? How are your knees, elbows, shoulders, hips, knees? <laughs> Usually one of these has been fucked up by football, basketball, netball, you know, in search sport here. Probably anything except swimming has probably written you off at some point. Um, and then I tend to focus less on the DS, like the power exchange aspect of it. For most people. That's and domination and submission, correct? Yeah. Just yeah. making sure for, you know. for, the, for the listeners. <laughs> for the microphone um, people. <laughs> yes, for the microphone people. Uh, I tend to focus less on the power exchange, so being uber domly dom or being slave this, slave that, worm here, boy, um, and more on the sensation of things because once people trust you, then you can fuck with some other stuff. But you have to set up an environment where they can trust you enough to hand over because you can't just take power from someone. It has to be willingly given for it to have any impact in a meaningful way on your play. So just sort of do nice things gently with my nice kindergarten teacher voice on. And how does that feel? (laughs) Would you like some more? I do like hearing you say yes, please and more, but I will always respect no or thank you. 
you know, how about if we just try this? You know, this is this is really hot, and I think the temperature in this room just dropped about ten degrees. <laughs> like, like, I'm both aroused and fucking mortified. <laughs> so once yeah, once you've inspired the the trust, and someone's like, okay, well, you said that you were only going to do this, and you only did that, like you didn't take liberties. Mm-hmm. then you're asking me if I'd like to go further and you're giving me a really clear option of I can say yes or I can say no or I can change my mind later. And then people tend to start stepping into things. Just to the revolution. Yeah, that. oh, oh, I, I can say no. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So is no the word or do they have, do you do the safe word thing? Um, my safe word's mercy. Uh, I find it to be a nice universal um, or if you're in a situation where mercy sounds more like, um, <laughs> well, I am very good at like hearing the dentist style. I call back to a little shop. I'll be a dentist. I'll be a dentist. Oh, Bill Murray is such a creep in that movie. I love it. Um, well, that was um, Bill Murray. Are oh, you talking about the masochist? Yeah, yeah. just okay. stuffing his yeah. face. And I, I brought my own swabs. Oh, or he steals the dental stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And Steve Martin's yes. dancing around the room oh, with a drill. Yes, more drill. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> you, get, you get into that point. <laughs> but um, when when they're in a position where it does come out muffled because their mouth is full of something, um, I, I might give them like a squeezy, like a stress ball, mm-hmm. and they can drop that. Oh, okay. Because usually that's that's like involuntary mm-hmm. reaction, and so you're like, okay, no, and and we're out. Um, I like to use mercy and give it the definition of if you just need to communicate with me because I'd just rather that people communicated. Uh, I'd rather that they know that keeping open lines of communication is an important thing, that they just don't have to sit there stoically and shut everything down because I want them to emote. Um, I want them to to sob, to scream, to giggle, to... <laughs> One of my beautiful little slums in New Orleans, well, when we are in New Orleans, in LA, I gave the safe word cunt <laughs> because she's such a proper girl. Oh, that's great. And she's really polite. And it's very important to her to to be a good girl. And she loves being a good girl. But, yeah, it was a bondage scene. And I'm like, your safe words, cunt. I'm not stopping until you say cunt, mistress. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was really hard. She's like, even saying that's almost a hard limit. That's great. <laughs> did, did she say it? Yeah. Yeah, because I was going to keep tickling her until she oh, did. <laughs> tickling is a hard limit for a lot of people. That's a hard yeah. limit for me. Yeah. Like, that's one thing that we actually have arguments about. Yeah. Because she'd be like, how do I, how can I even touch you? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, you. Because sometimes you're more ticklish than yeah. others. Palm first. Yeah. Palm first and let the fingers just drape. Well, yeah. it often happens if we're just sitting here and I'm doing like this. The stroke. But, yeah, but right now, you're yeah. it's more fingers in his palm already. True, yeah. true. So, yeah. Yeah, so it's like if you okay. drive with the, the, it's called the heart of palm, the like, mm-hmm. little divot in the center, and if you just sort of move that with intention through that and just sort of let the fingers flop around like whatever. Flop it's, fingers. Flop yeah. fingers. <laughs> <laughs> Spaghetti hands. <laughs> we'll have to try that. Yeah. Um, it does tend to, to move a lot easier for people that have um, a lot of jump or sensitivity yeah. around tactile. And for me, it is, like you said earlier, it's different depending on the day, depending on the stress, depending on, yeah. you know, whenever it is. Yeah. And sometimes it's just like, it's too much. 
<laughs> Everything is too much. I need to be in a bubble. Yes. <laughs> I need an adult. I need sex. <laughs> I require adult supervision. Yes. Mostly, yes. <laughs> Please? <laughs> yes, Thank you. Uh, so, most of your clients, are they? do you find mostly men or mostly women? Mostly men. Um, and <laughs> I've been answering this question for a long time. Um, men, particularly when it comes to when it comes to sex, they're normalized as consumers, yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah? It's like when you're going tech shopping or car shopping, if you're a woman, they keep looking at the man that's standing next to you. Mm-hmm. I actually, one of my pets comes with me when I go laptop shopping. He's great. I love it because <laughs> he's my foil. I fob off all the salespeople onto him while I touch all the tech. I love it. So then I'm actually able to do my shopping in peace um, when I bought property, I took my accountant with me mm-hmm. so that the real estate agent could harass him and then be like, oh, so what are you thinking? They go, so ask her. And I'm like, I think we need to have a chat about this and maybe negotiate the price a little bit. <laughs> it's just, yeah, normalized consumer behavior. Um, but also when it comes specifically to my industry, uh, it's not socially acceptable for a man to want to give up control especially sexually yeah so um i used to give a really really terrible analogy i'm going to keep going with it because it worked for the last 10 years um if you've got a normal heteronormative sort of situation guy girl girl's like oh, it makes me really hot if you pull my hair or spank my ass when we have sex like just instantly wet and a guy even if he's uncomfortable with it will be like I will give it a go I'm going to give this a red hot go no matter what my reservations are I might get a blowjob (laughs) (laughs) also I'm supposed to be in control but there might be a blowjob in this somewhere whereas if a guy says it to a girl frequently the girl will be like oh no that's gross that's weird or especially um Golden shower, so being being pee or urine in general is considered very very erotic, and people are like, oh that's so gross. Why? I'm like, well, a lot of guys don't know that the urethra is separate to the vagina, for a start, but all the anatomy is very close anyway. Like it's sort of less than the handprint sort of size for vulva area, and it's sort of something that is interesting visually, and it's right next to something that is definitely interesting. <laughs> And it's all the same area, and it's warm, and it's personal, and it's a bit naughty, and, and why not? Like, what's the worst that could happen? You have a shower, or whatever. That is a request that a lot of guys will ask a girl or pegging, like mm-hmm. anal play on them. And I've had clients get kicked out by their partners, and I've seen them. Wow. Like, it'll be nine months or a year before, like between visits, and I'll see them, and like, how's it all going? And they'll tell me, and I'm like. Oh, so sorry like they'd been doing they'd been one couple had been doing some mutual play without anal training like it's toys butt plugs he got a strap on harness and she kicked him out because being fucked not just having a butt plug somehow made him gay that's interesting yeah it's headspace stuff and it's I'm just there's the shame and the socialising of that that shame and gender roles around sex is really punishing when you could just be having so much fun. 
when you could just be having yeah. so much fun. And like, there's heaps of couples out there that instead of like, your jam's not my jam, maybe yeah. play with someone else or let's work our way around that. Or like, they'll come up with other situations, but like he, he felt horrible and shamed and like he'd done something wrong, but he didn't really understand where that had gone wrong. She must've felt so affronted to come home and like, cause he, he thought it was really cute when he presented it like on the bed, like on the dinner and stuff. She must've just felt so like coming home and just, maybe you're not the right person for me. Like it's more acceptable for me, me to be with a woman, but I'd rather be with a guy. Like, I'm guessing that was probably what was going through her head. Interesting. Yeah. Like there's a lot of, yeah shame and stigma and identity and orientation stuff that goes along with all of this and you can't unpack it for anyone else they, right. it's all of their own work and you can't know what's going on inside someone else's head but that stuff makes it a bit boo I'm seeing more and more couples though which is really really fun I love I love it when people play together mm-hmm. so but it's that, definitely what does that look like? um a number of things it's it can be well frequently what I like to do is just come in and like, okay, so what would you like to do today? Because like whatever we've negotiated, hey, it's still a different day because we probably loved to talk about it yesterday. Today, <laughs> how are you feeling today? Um, and sometimes it is for a specific thing. Like a little while ago, I had a promotion for two hours um, of anal play for $500. And for me, my pricing is the same for couples or individuals. And so I had this really lovely couple come in. And they were really, really fun. And so we did a bit of work with her, what she'd like to explore. And so he was standing beside me, learning techniques and engaging with her. And then we did the reverser. So we did it with him. And then she was learning techniques and engaging with him. It was really, really lovely to watch their compassion for each other as well. Yeah. I There's love that. I love yeah. that word. It's, that's like, it's giddy and it's a, cute. Yes. And you just want to smush their little faces. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And it's good when, when couples can explore and play together and and learn, you know, what is it that the other one wants and how to do it. And, and it's it's it makes it, I think, a lot more intimate to do it together yeah. than to just say, I want you to do this to me. But let's it's a different perspective. Yeah. It's also terrifying when you're inside an established relationship to change or to, to look at something that would change a dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you're putting stuff that you've already invested in on the line. And that's, and also change is scary. Change is really scary. What happens if they like that more? What happens if we don't have the same thing again? <gasps> what if, what if, what if, what if? Gonna, 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 gonna. Um, I have done some work just coaching with some couples. So not actually seeing them together, but doing some coaching on his behalf. That, okay, well, here are some ways to step someone into something because if you are a pervert, Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one, with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And I know you're out there. <laughs> and your partner is not a pervert. I know you're out there. Don't assume that they speak your language because you've already done all the work on you and had those moments of, oh my God, I am a freak. Um, what happens if Google reads my search history? <laughs> or like constantly erasing, like have your browser set up to clear cache every time you close it. Like you've already gone through all of your shit. They haven't. They haven't gone through theirs or how they feel like reacting to something. It might not have crossed their mind before. And so you can't just sort of be like, I'd like to explore this thing and expect them to be on board like you just dropped some pretty big shit on them so you need to get them used to saying yes to your suggestions it's we said that last night at our swinging 101 class we've said this on the podcast before it's like when you've thought about something for a long time and you've thought about something maybe for six months you've given yourself six months to unpack it give your partner that same time at least a little bit of time to unpack it as well yeah. don't expect that when you tell them something they're hearing it for the first time and you've been thinking about it for a long time yeah. that's not an equal balance right there yeah not at all so yeah one of the things i do i'm like okay Let's get them used to saying yes to your suggestions to start with that aren't even kinky like just if you are uh helping around the house stop helping around the house and just pick up shit and do it because you live there be a flatmate <laughs> be a partner and appear not a so what's if you'd like more time to do some cool shit maybe free up some time do they do the groceries instead of you okay cool take that chore and now order Cole's online delivery or Woolworths or whatever get it delivered to your door get it delivered on a day when you're there first and then put it away before they get home now you've gotten them two hours because I can go to the supermarket get all the stuff and then come home and then unpack they've got time the laundry who does it who does the towels who does like the shared stuff either you start doing it or you start getting their business wardrobe and your business wardrobe and dropping it off to the dry cleaners on the friday and picking up on the monday like work it out but free up some time and then just keep like making little suggestions and getting used to saying yes to you and getting used to whatever suggestion you're coming up with being something that is reasonable and good for them then, after a while of them being like getting used to saying yes, you've created a good habit. Now you may start suggesting other things. Honey, I know that you've had a really long week. Um, and most of my examples are femdom based because, hey, that's my life. Um, I know that you've had a really long week. I'm going to order takeout. Would you prefer and give like an option of three cuisines or three, your three favorite restaurants if they've got ones that you know about? Or an options of three is usually good because more than that is overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Would you like a bath, a glass of wine, or some tea when you get home? Let me know when you've left the office and I'll make sure it's ready for you. I know that you've got this on the weekend. Is there something like I'm going to be proactive? I'm going to do that. Is there something that I can pick up for you while I'm there? Um, I know that you've had a really long time. Oh, how, how is work spot? Would you like a foot massage? Would you like a massage? It makes, I, I really get, I, I enjoy that we get to spend more and more time together. 
I've actually been having this little dream lately. It act, it makes me really nervous to share this with you, but it's also really erotic. So I'd love to share it with you. I had this dream about you sort of being totally in control of of whether or when I can have access to myself or orgasms. And it sounds really selfish when I say the word orgasms, but mostly it's like I just I really enjoy being devoted to you and. Chastity is fun. It's something that I've been thinking about, but just to play with. Like, would would that be something that you're you're interested in? Like, it could it could just be something fun to play with, and like just seeding things in gently because you're creating a situation where they can actually trust you, um, as opposed to sort of assuming that they do, and you're constantly reinforcing that you value the relationship that you have more than your own desires so it's something that you're doing together not something that you have done apart and then just brought to the table and dropped on it it's an interesting way to i think it's great advice to move into it yeah it's uh some people are like that's like really manipulative because i'm like you have to it's behavioral coaching i'm like yeah but do you want to like slap someone across the face cold with something or do you want to actually nurture the relationship (laughs) you're going to manipulate me by Making a bath, wine, and tea when I get home, <laughs> and doing or, the laundry, or doing yeah. the laundry, or, or giving me a foot massage, manipulate Success. the fuck out of me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, I am, I am ready for that manipulation. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not going to be the same for everyone, but like, right. Work out what someone's like doing, and then work out how you can be helpful, and it's usually pretty fucking easy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. Okay, let's 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 move on into some other stories. <laughs> we've had the privilege of hearing a few of your stories. Um, has there ever been anything that has shocked you that somebody has either asked for specifically or how they wanted to feel? Like I want to feel, I don't know, um, happily humiliated while dressed as a sandwich. <laughs> that Butter sounds like so much. Bun. Butter, butter <laughs> my bread. My buns are seated. <laughs> I bet they are. <laughs> oh, figures out. I was going to say they've been seated. So it's a forest bison. It's just fine. There's no forest. Twist my rubber arm. <laughs> Like, I want you to, God damn it, he's already doing it. <laughs> I slipped and tripped. <laughs> My mouth fell on his cock, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Are you goggling balls? <laughs> okay, okay, that's enough about okay. me. <laughs> um, yes, I'm just sort of shocked. Um... Or surprised. Is that uh, way yeah. Appalled. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that wanted to bring in like a real life model-ish, um, like a replica style, uh, two-year-old, or like a doll of a two-year-old. Oh. That was an appalled moment. I'm like, and no, that, that's a hard limit for me. Yeah. You do yes. you, but I can't do. I am no. Isn't that a legal issue as well? I guess not if it's a doll. Oh, that's weird. Okay. I just can't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was just in the great that's... bucket of, I can't, I can't do, cannot do, 
also like a really fun one was um, back in the day at, at the dungeon, uh, you had to switch. It's compulsory. Um, I got out of a lot of things by having really, really strict limits. Also, I am, in fact, a terrible sub. Um, not that I'm bratty. It's just that uh, I won't engage and I can do most things better than the person trying to do them to me and I will tell them so in no uncertain terms. That sounds like a brat. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't like... Sorry! We have snickering from the corner. We have snickering guests in the corner. And I also like, I like Angela here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's not like I can do anything. That is so me. <laughs> is that even my bro? Yeah, that is. <laughs> Sorry. Um... Yeah, it, it wasn't more like anything you can do, I can do better. It was more like you hit me downwards. Do you even know how to hit without leaving marks? Let me give you an object lesson. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so mostly what I did was role play, and no one was allowed to touch me up or time me because I'd just berate them for the rest of the time. Yeah. Like an angry, angry geography teacher when someone's forgotten homework. <laughs> Which is someone's fantasy, but it wasn't theirs. <laughs> and I got asked, and I was like 20 years old at this point, still a little bubby, um, and I was asked to be a schoolgirl for this role play. So I washed my makeup off, and I took my hair down, and I braided it, and I put a proper school uniform on, because we had someone had. And I went up to the room with attitude, and they're like, it's too real. <laughs> can can the other I, I'm really sorry but can the other person please do the session she's like in her mid 40s and stuff I like I'm like went back down I'm like put on more makeup and then put this on she's like what I'm like just I'm too I'm like I was scary young for him it was wow. too it wasn't fantasy it was too real That's the funny. school girl was too real I'm like you need a sluttier outfit with bigger lashes because it needs to be fantasy school girl, not yeah. real yeah. school girl. <laughs> so that was a fun I one. I want manga school. <laughs> yes! I want hentai school. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, it was like a spanking scene or something, and I was just like, you don't really want me in this room, because <laughs> I'll tell you how you're doing it wrong in detail. <laughs> um Thank fuck I'm not 20 anymore, hey? <laughs> now I give better, more moderated. Mm, won't destroy your ego while trying to give you the better instructions. Before I was just like, no, fuck you for thinking that paying for something that gets you skills instantly. <laughs> so you mentioned that you're not a, a good sub. Yeah. And earlier you had mentioned that you really like it when people emote and give... Mm. give reactions during a session. Yeah. When you were sub, did you do that or were you just kind of a bit more closed off? Or, or did you just berate them the entire time? Yeah. <laughs> 90% berating. Um, it's, I wouldn't do any of the things that they wanted to do to me. Uh-huh. I bruise very easy. Like if you look at me hard, I bruise. It's just life. And so when people wanted to do spanking or discipline or I'm going to tie, I'm flexible. I used to be gymnast. You want to tie me up? I will get out of it and then I'll probably kick you in the face. <laughs> like, it won't even be competitive. My brain will just snap and I will have a go at you. So I'm not, I, I am really not 
very good sub material and I, I to be fair it's probably not something that's good for me yeah. either um I can appreciate that yeah like when people want to play wrestle I can't do play you're gonna end up thrown or someone's gonna end up in hospital like it's just I do not play well like that um I have don't, I have, don't wrestle right <laughs> Someone, um, oh, I went to a really, really amazing workshop in 2012. Barbara Corrales was over from New York and we were doing um, the Urban Tantra practitioner training. And it was incredible for me because at this point I'd been solo for a couple of years and I was missing my community a bit. And at this particular um, course, there were six of my peers that were there. And so I'm like, oh, my God, there are so many incredible photos that I, like, love and admire, and I'm having a bit of a fangirl moment, squee! Um, and it was my birthday. And I got birthday spankings from, like, six of the most totally amazing bitchiness prodoms in Australia, and it was very, very thrilling. And, like, fucking spanking doesn't really do much for me, but having these amazing people mm-hmm. there and present, the way that they hold space and stuff just made it a really beautiful experience. And uh, a happy little bunny that thought that maybe he should be involved too, but, like, we'd sort of finish scene, it's all, like, happy, glowy, happy, glowy. So he's run up and spanked me and got thrown across the room and I had to explain to his sub why he had, like, four inches of carpet burn up one arm <laughs> when we got back to Sydney. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I do not react well to, yeah. to those sorts of suppressors. Um, so, yeah. I I probably didn't emote very well, but when I did role play, I am camp. Okay. Like, I do have a very ham face. I emote quite readily anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's probably more of a state of being comfortable in my surroundings, and I didn't trust anyone that was that thought that handing over $400 somehow gave them bondage skills. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I get that. Yeah. So what's your favorite type of scene? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a hussy. I um I I love the faces that people make when they're trying something or they're doing something they didn't think that they could do. Um, Pushing boundaries a little bit. Oh, just when they're in that space in their head where they're like, is this even really real? Um, Some people might know what subspace feels like. Other people might not. If you've gone to the gym before and done, I guess, any kind of training, whether it's cardio or or weight-style stuff, it's like when you hit that wall and you've got the muscle fatigue, like you've got the uncontrollable shaky shake, and then you just do one more. You do that a bit further. And then, like, the endorphin hit happens and the adrenaline goes and then you, like, you finish and you're like, holy crap, I am now white. But that was actually really good. Also, I think I might vomit. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like you, you have all of the feelings. Um, and there actually is a lot of similarities between, like, subspace and high and, and gym stuff mm-hmm. because it's just like, oh, seriously, all of the feelings, all of the, the um, neurochemical dump. It's very exciting and very rewarding. It's good behavioral training. <laughs> it's interesting because, you know, having never done it professionally, yeah. had a professional dom, you know, even just with some of the, the friends that we, like with Angela and some of the friends that we've, we've played with and done scenes with, 
I know exactly what you're talking about, where that it's that you start to get, and it doesn't happen every time for me, but there's those times where you start to get, I always assume being diabetic, that's a blood sugar thing. So I start getting the shakes and I know it's not because I've gone, I went to the gym once. Uh, <laughs> the gym. <guy. laughs> the gym. Oh, a gym. <laughs> Uh, you know, and you get those, you do get those shakes, and then, but you're like, I don't want it to stop, and it's this wonderful sort of roller coaster. Of, it feeds on itself, doesn't yeah, it? It's really bizarre, and then you're like, please keep going, please keep going, and at some point, you get to a, I need it to stop, and then it's like, yeah, it's amazing. And you're like, huh, huh, and someone's like, okay, no, we're calling it. How cool is that picture? You can't see this microphone, people. <laughs> we actually, while we've been talking this entire time, we have uh, a wonderful artist from LHD Art, um, the only artist from LHD Art. <laughs> the uh, artist that the is artist. LHD Art. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram, LHD underscore art. Yeah. Um, on Twitter, but follow her on Instagram. Her her shit's amazing um, but she's created this little anime of, uh, of, of, of me waggling my cock in the air yeah. it's Penny wearing a strap on doing helicopter penis and slapping it with her hand I just love it I absolutely love this <laughs> it's I just might have so to put real. it up on your, on your site so people can see what it is yes yes, yes. yes we would love to share this yeah. and that is the hottest thing and I want one of Angela now <laughs> I mean yes. you, know, you just yes. need to change ass tits and longer hair <laughs> She's going to have her own self. That'd yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Too impressive. She did the helicopter dish. <laughs> my God, I love it. I, I really want to get like a whole room of um, doms at DomCon with the, like, the strap-ons on, just remaking the yeah the golden rule. It's okay if it's in a three-way. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so you've said yes. DomCon a couple of times. I know okay. it was, you did it in New Orleans, and it's coming up in L.A., coming yes. up soon. What is DomCon? Okay, so... DomCon is uh, run by Mistress Cyan in America. It's the 15th year in LA. It is, I guess, the premier conference for professional and lifestyle domination. Cool. Um, so there's a couple of industry-only days where we talk about important stuff like, uh, for microphone people, if you're not familiar with SESTA and FOSTA, get familiar with it because it impacts civilians in numerous highly exploitative ways. Um, you can lose your Microsoft accounts if you use coarse language, vulgar language, offensive language, or have graphic imagery. And who decides that? Exactly. Some asshole that thinks that you've got something interesting in your account or they want your porn. <laughs> so uh, if, if you're someone that uses Skype to contact your uh, long-distance lovers or close lovers or wherever else, be prepared to lose that too. What's going to happen to all the guys that send me dick pics to draw? <laughs> <laughs> Probably nothing because it's a penis and not a vulva. <laughs> yeah, penises aren't scary. Vulvas. Ooh, I, do get, I, scary. Do, I do get vulva pics too. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just forward them on a hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I love putting on the thing. It's like, uh, do you what, what? What do you want me to do with this? Oh, I just love you to draw them. Okay, that's cool. Do I have your consent to make this into any art that I want? Yes. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna draw you shooting space dogs out of your bits. <laughs> Careful what you consent to. Can, can you draw me shooting space dogs out of my bits? Because suddenly. <laughs> yes. Yes, I can. <laughs> can they have little rocket packs and helmets? Because oh, maybe they do first. I'm so excited. Um, excuse me, when I take off my pants. <laughs> I have a new fantasy. Yes. <laughs> Brings new meaning to doggy style. <laughs> oh, 
sounds so cute in my head. Okay. <laughs> okay, back to Tom <laughs> Okay, so I have a couple of industry days, um, and and then it opens to the public. And so there are workshops and classes from um, – there was erotic dancing for slaves, service. One of my friends, the amazing Reverend, is going to be there. He's the MC. Um, we'll be taking a, a class on foot service and worship. Um, I need to put my applications in for the ones I want to teach. <laughs> what do you want to teach? I want to do one on marketing because that was my, my white-collar career before I fell completely over boardrooms and climbed over the boardroom table and just sort of jumped into notification and screaming, fuck you, over my shoulder. Um, and and also, what was the other one that I wanted to do? That was marketing for industry only. And there was something that I wanted to do for group, but I think that maybe doing a panel mm-hmm. is going to be good if they've got time for us as well. I want – so – I just have too many skills. You could do anything, pretty much. Except walk down the set of stairs without falling over. <laughs> you can do it with style. <laughs> um, I did read a statistic the other day that uh, one in every 772 times we... Or one in every 2,222 times we use stairs, we fall. I'd probably do it half the time. Wow. I'm very clumsy. You know, but she's one of those people that, like, I've seen her clock her head on a cab door, newly <laughs> tear her dress, her ankle looked like it was bent in half, but then she stops and flicks her leg up and starts, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I picked the door. And I'm like, I just saw your head bend back in five different directions. I'm sure you've got a concussion. She's like, get in the cab. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's fine. My hair's still up. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> There's no claret. We're good. Whatever. Um... <laughs> Anyway, DomCon is incredible and amazing, and I've had a, a great time networking with people there. Um, the classes are fabulous from the um, panels that they have discussing domination at, at different generations and how it has changed um, different areas. I always find quite interesting. I believe that the lifestyle in each area is influenced to quite a degree by the legislation and legal implications in that area because then the information that you can access has been shaped by that information. So, for example, here in Australia, nothing wrong with someone sucking my strap on. It's great. One of my – Khalees Mercury has um, uh, an oral-only penis called Mr. Words because she likes putting words in your mouth. <laughs> it makes me really happy. I Sweet like pun that. action. That's fantastic. But in the US, that's an ixnay. Big no. No, 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 no. You cannot have an insertable in any part of anyone's body for professional purposes. Interesting. Yes. I may supervise someone inserting it in themselves, which in my head turns into like having like a low bench and having someone do like weighted squats. Because <laughs> that would entertain me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mouth soaping is more of a thing which still has like the drool factor and the insertion and the sort of gag reflex stimulation and that personal like you're right up in someone's face while you're soaping them um, but I, I feel like that's a workaround for and it might be that it's a completely different erotic experience so if you've got feedback please F, like drop us a line I want to know um, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing yeah, it's a thing. Okay. <laughs> now you know. 
<laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Leah. Our, 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 our artist is uh, King Free since uh, 93. <laughs> <laughs> since I was 13. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, Dumpcon's wicked good fun. Always uh, in the U.S.? Always in the U.S. I might have different information on that shortly. Ooh, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I was mistress of ceremonies at the New Orleans conference last year, and oh, dragged, that was amazing. Dragged Leah along as my support person because New Orleans, welcome to Aussies. <laughs> <laughs> I have massive social anxiety. For I many people that know me don't know that I. I do get very, very anxious about large-scale social situations or even small-scale social situations or leaving my house in general. Yeah, I don't think anyone would think that you're the introvert and I'm the extrovert. I know. Yeah. I just talk a lot to mask it. I'm doing a good job, right? Tell me that I'm doing a good job. You're doing yes, great. you're doing a great job. <laughs> the microphone people love you. Excellent. <laughs> tell me. Tell me that I'm okay. Um, and that was interesting. I swore like six times in 30 seconds. It was great. You are Australian though. I mean, so that was like... Was, I don't know, it's, it's to a room full of Americans. I can just, I can just <laughs> see you walking up at the beginning and going, G'day, cunts. <laughs> it was, it was so not close. far off that. It was not far off that. And the best part was like when we were talking to one of the Americans and he's like, I swear too. He's like, what was it? Oh, God damn. God damn. And we're like, oh, point love. We're so small children. <laughs> we're trying not to swear. <laughs> That's like saying shit instead of fuck. Like, calm down, buddy. <laughs> Very cute. Um, yeah, she actually did fantastic yeah. as, as mistress of ceremonies. Wonderful. Fresh around, did the thing. Yes. yes. Different costume every five minutes. Yep. And did it in about five minutes. It was great. Yep. There's nothing like a Wonder Woman change. And Silk Alpha. Spectre. Yep. yep. Oh, the Silk Spectre was good. There was glitter everywhere. Silk Spectre. Uh, was it latex? Yes. Outfit. Amazing. Glorious. I think it was donated by... Um, Phoenix Latex is one of my friends in the US who believes that I wear too much black. Yeah, fair enough. Wow. You're not so wearing black now. It's almost black. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe blue. Maybe blue. For the, for the microphone people, it's blue. Well, it's, it, if we're going back in the podcast, it's so that <laughs> when, it, when the sun bleaches, it, yeah. it becomes light blue. Yes, so yes. We were listening. I, I could be wearing anything. She is or wearing, nothing. She is wearing anything. And it's like it's really anything weird. Anything and nothing at the same time. It's this really is... weird to see a mistress in a in a in a like a medieval knight's outfit, but nothing on. <laughs> this is the the that Schrod- is my next cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> this is in fact Schrodinger's outfit. It is both there and not there. <laughs> it's great. Can we make sure we have like Schrodinger's panties on the cartoon? <laughs> Uh, are they there or not there? We don't know until we check. That's pretty much how your panties are all the time. This is true. <laughs> no one ever knows whether they're actually wearing them or not. Yeah. And I can never tell whether they're actually pants or panties. This is true. Yep. Yeah. Um, and and the conference coming up in May, which is the 9th to the 13th, I am a guest of honor. So, Badass. yeah, I'm on stage, but I don't have to talk with a microphone. Just so that Americans well. are safe from from my words. <laughs> Can I say cunts? Fuck, I said fuck. Cunt, fuck. That's, that's what happened. That was it. I was like, thank you so much for having me. It's just really amazing to see. Like, oh no, it's really fucking amazing. Oh shit. I fucking swear. shit. And the people that knew me, because I've been to the States a couple of times, um, and I always hang with the, the wonderful crew at Sanctuary in LAX. Um, who are like science dungeon are just laughing and pointing <laughs> and laughing. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. The rest of the crowd's just looking at each other, which going, did she just 
Did she just? Did she just sit on my neck? She said, "Cunt." Shit, motherfucker. It was great. Um, the rest of it went off more or less without a hitch. Although I did get told to put a robe on several times because you're not meant to run around the hotel with bits out, and my denim shorts are short. There were some bits out. No, there were no bits out, but like my, my butt's got curve. Yes. Curve. Um, <laughs> you can hear it in the word. Like, I get underbum cleavage. That's the, my favorite part of a human yeah. being. I yeah, see nothing wrong with that. Your denim shorts have less material than my G-strings. <laughs> <laughs> so I can but they've got belt loops. We really need to see these denim shorts now. Wait, we need a comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you mean bomb chicka wow wow? No, oh, I don't know. That was like the, the, the segue music oh, when we're about to do. Um, and for uh, the record, on the podcast, we say brown chicken, brown cow, because we're from the farm. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. <laughs> it gets you moving. <laughs> moving. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm in mean, heaven. <laughs> Sweet pun action. But I think I might have to uh, find a reason that you have to get on the microphone again. That, that I now have a reason to come to America. To make me swear in front of the Americans. I was American like, doing and throwing, but now I'm, I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, I'm dragging you with me, aren't I? Yes. Uh, if you have large enough suitcase, we'd like to be packed into those. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Official <Yes>. podcasters. <laughs> yes. Penny's, Penny's entourage. Yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you're a dom, you're a dom all the way. <laughs> I feel like we need a lead motif now. I need a composer. <laughs> From your first forced bye to you're totally gay. Yes! <laughs> really great. Well, I'm, I'm in Brisbane later this month for, um, we're taking our first Brisbane Domino parties, and the two parties I'm taking up are Step on Force Spy oh. and the Anything Goes party. Love it. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> I just found out. <laughs> I, I, I sent you what I've done for the designs. Designs doesn't mean anything. It's okay, good. ladies, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to crack the whip here. <laughs> I have a whip. It's <laughs> so cute. Look at him try. <laughs> Where can people find you? Um, on on the internet. You can hide, find me under Miss Penelope Dreadful. I'm MZ or MZ underscore Penelope on Twitter. Miss Penelope Dreadful on Insta, Facebook, website. Um, yeah. Domino parties. Domino parties. Uh, my friend runs the UK arm. I run the Australian arm. It's and femdom. what are those? They are femdom-centered small group parties that run for about three hours. And there's a maximum of three subs per dom. And it's very focused on play in a group situation. So it's good for people that have played a bit before but haven't maybe played across the breadth that they might like to try, but maybe they want to see a professional, but they don't want to have to commit to finding one that isn't quite the right fit. So usually go and book an hour session. This is a way to play with several different people over the course of a period of time, but also see how other people play yeah. and what they're into. Cause like when we have the forced buy parties, um, two will be like, yes, I am in one or two will be like, Oh, just, just the strap on for me, thanks. And the others will be like, yeah, I don't know, mate. We'll see how I go. Almost universally, by the end of the party, everyone has sucked a dick. Oh. And more, but like everyone has done <laughs> this. Like, like even the ones that were like, oh, nah, nah, not for me. They're like, actually, that kind of like they seem to be having fun. Okay, I guess 
I guess I guess someone could suck my I guess I could suck Sully. Uh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, uh, it seems okay. Oh, it's a slippery slope. <laughs> it is, especially when it's covered in lube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Oh. <laughs> uh, and and how do we tried. find out? Is it Domino or Domina? Domina. Okay. Domina parties. And how do we find out about those? You just type that one into Google, pretty right, much. There you go. Yeah, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, my immoral support here today. <laughs> you can find her. I'm, I'm the moral support. Oh, yeah, true. I'm You're the immoral, immoral support. <laughs> And, and where can we find your art? I know we plugged, plugged you on Instagram, but plug it again. Uh, well, I'm, I have a website, lhdart.com. And if you find me on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, it's lhdart underscore in between. Also, her art makes amazing and inappropriate greeting cards for the people in your life that need them. <laughs> really... you'll, you'll find lots of pictures of Penny's ass. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's I really about think the only that we thing need that to commission still. you to do Christmas cards next year. Cause We've got that with the awesome. sub in a humbler and a little hat on. It's adorable. Yeah, no, it was it was really traumatizing because they said <laughs> if he didn't stay still for me to draw him, that the stiletto was going up his ass. That was the <laughs> other one. That, that's on the stiletto and the cane marks. Yeah, but that was the same guy. I know, but it was <laughs> different angles. I know. <laughs> been in this position like with a humbler which I didn't know what it was until this moment for a very long time and all of his muscles were reaching fatigue they were quivering and shaking and for the record what's a humbler um it is a device which could look like many things for example uh, if you're playing along at home I'd recommend two plastic not wooden chopsticks and two rubber bands but uh usually taking the scrotum behind the thigh so that someone is stuck in the bent over position which is suitably humble. So if they tried to stand up, it'd be uh, some strain involved. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Strain. And and with that, I think it's time to wrap up. (laughs) Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Nice chatting with you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, also, I'm stealing these guys tonight. We're going to go and do That's a performance. Right. We are. We got uh, roped into this, and I'm pretty fucking excited yeah. and terrified because I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. But that's all, That's right. all right. That's we'll all of us. <laughs> I'm really good at winging shit, so it'll be fine. Yeah. I'm sure you'll see pictures of us on uh, on the Twitterverse. Yes. On the Twitterverse? Yes. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to be drawing you guys. Oh, mm, oh, that's my drawing, too. I'm so excited. <gasps> Yay. It's Excellent. Well, yes. uh, thank you so much. Thank you. We hope to have you both on the podcast again. Yeah, yeah I love it. <laughs> thank you, microphone people. <laughs> yes. Are they actually people in the microphone? Yeah. I don't know, but there's a really cute sticker for by the by right here. So I'm just sort of talking to them. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not forced by though. It's, it is not forced. They look pretty willing happy. <laughs> For Completely willing by. Yeah. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.